Are you feeling lost and trapped in the same old routine? Do you need guidance turning those stumbling blocks into stepping stones, paving the way towards a vibrant life? Welcome to this empowering episode of A Soul's Quest podcast, where Omar and I embark on a transformative journey of self-discovery, exploring the boundless possibilities of guided transformation with the support of coaches and mentors. Stay tuned. are you? I am well. How about yourself? Not bad, not bad. Yeah, just going through the quest, right? Just, just going through. You know, that's so funny you said it. That mm-hmm. In in Spanish, there's that um, uh, aquí en la lucha. Ah. <laughs> right? That's a very good one. Damn. Yeah, here in the fight, man. Yeah, here, here in the fight, aquí en la lucha. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, but no, in the quest, in the quest, it's not necessarily a fight. You have your struggles, you have your challenges and obstacles Correct. and, you know, the normal shit that life throws at you yeah you know and the 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 interesting thing is that is like you you have to be cognizant of it you know and then understand that it is a part of life you Mm -hmm. know and that it's a temporal thing it does passes he comes and then he goes Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. what they always keep in mind yeah yeah. you have great moments you have Mm -hmm. good moments you have bad moments bad moments but do you have joy throughout all of it and we've talked about that in the yeah. past. And, and, and it's hard. It's very difficult. It's hard to keep that 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 same level of that say, that state of joy on a constant basis. You yeah. Know? And I and I think that's kind of like what's important for us to, you know, uh, the topic of this yes. episode, right? Yes. It's a great um, pathway into what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But of course, as usual, I have to start with a quote. Go for it. All right. I think this one's a good one. Mm-hmm. So this is by Marianne Williamson. And it takes courage to do. Let me start over again. This is by Marianne Williamson. And she says, it takes courage to endure the sharp pains of self-discovery rather than choose or to choose the dull path of unconsciousness that would last the rest of our lives. Isn't that deep? No, that's actually pretty, pretty good. I'm good at finding quotes, ain't I? No, you're excellent at it. (laughs) You know, know, it is deep, though. You're Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. I think it's powerful because it sends a really, really straightforward message. Like, what do you how are you going to live your life? How are you going to go through your quest? Yeah. So here's one of the things that that I like out of this quote in particular. Right. That pain of unconsciousness. Right. Yeah. And I'm reading this book right now that was recommended by me. Um, By you. uh, Sorry. (laughs) Recommended to me. (laughs) That's hilarious. I caught Uh, that. (laughs) Yeah. It was recommended to me. Um, and it's about consciously be aware of the emotions that motivate us. Okay. You know, um, because we are, as much as we are individuals, we also are a product of the collective, right? We, th- mm-hmm. we talked about always the social conditioning and all that, all that, you know, mm-hmm. and those are states of mind that are, are within us. And most of the time, we are very unconscious about those, you know. And as life progresses, right, we act from these points of views mm. without truly understanding their motivation and the reasoning behind it. Some of them are, for lack of a better term, productive, that they propel us to excel in the within the scope of society. Mm. And some of them are neg- are, are counterproductive, which minimizes who we are as individuals, 
mm-hmm. you know? So, for instance. Yeah, give us a for right, instance. Let me give you an example, mm-hmm. for instance, right? To in, in order to understand, like, why the pain of self-discovery is so important, mm-hmm. right? So one of my pain points as an individual was always acceptance, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the mistakes and a lot of the challenges that I've confronted in my life have come from making decisions from the standpoint of wanting to be accepted, okay. right? So yeah. I drove myself hard. I, I was passionate about things because I wanted people to say, oh, wow, he cares, you know, and all this stuff. But that, you know, when I look at all that, now at, at this age, when and, and then when I'm going through my own personal struggles and challenges and this quest right now, you know, I'm looking at that and uh, in order for me to be more aware, more discover more about myself, I had to truly dive deep and see what were the unconscious things that made me experience those negative emotions mm. or, 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 or that led me to have confrontations with other people or have, or maybe have me being looked at as annoying or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to be able to dive deep, you know, into those motivations mm-hmm. to make sure that you truly discover who you are and then to be able to shift it. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, ironically <clears throat> enough, that was actually something that was brought up by a coach, you know, about mm-hmm. this stuff, you know, and then cognitive behavioral therapy is one of the tools that you're using actually in order to really identify what those, those triggers, those, mm-hmm. those things. And then, to switch the behaviors mm-hmm. in order to be productive rather than counterproductive, mm-hmm. you know? So that, does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And just for clarity, cognitive behavioral therapy. behavioral therapy doesn't necessarily mean that you have to see a therapist to use those tools and those strategies. Correct. They're really something that you can self um, impose or yeah. it can be a guided, which is a of lot of course. what we're talking about today. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, either or, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, it's harder to sometimes to do it on your own mm-hmm. uh, because you're not able to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's why a therapist, you know, and now we're not talking about therapists in, the, in this particular episode, but they do play a major role mm-hmm. in dealing with those things in the past and how they relate to mm-hmm. how we're behaving now, you know, and once you understand that shift then right. you could actually start propelling into the future, which is what mentors and coaches do. Right. So, and that's the whole point is the, um, the, that mentors and coaches are, uh, a, a, a resourceful tool mm-hmm. for, um, the transformative process. Yes. So, so because, so the, the therapy is, um, uh, I guess what I'm trying to do is differentiate the two. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, so therapies primarily deal with the past, right? The, uh, it's almost as if you're deciphering the, the social conditioning that has up, um, unconsciously brought you to this point. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people will talk about trigger warnings, right? Triggers, instead, you know, from stemming from from trauma, from, let's say, abuse, uh, let's say from, from neglect, uh, emotional, physical abuse, um, unexpected things that happened to us as a childhood, which kind of like helped develop our our personalities, you know. And and it's interesting because you could have two individuals facing a similar, let's say, the traumatic event uh, of physical abuse in their lives. Mm-hmm. But, the, the, but those two people might actually come out completely different in the way in which they pursue their lives, mm-hmm. right? 
So it's interesting and and it's so individualistic how we we act right and internalize traumatic events. Mm-hmm. You know? So so a therapist kind of they deal with that. You know, they deal with that 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 part of being able to understand the origin of the reasons of what we do, right? Mm-hmm. Um and so then that way you could become more 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 aligned. I mean, more understanding why the reasons why you act the way that you do and then be able to make some changes when it comes to that. Like to create self-awareness. To so create to the self-awareness mm-hmm. to be able to be more accepting of the individual that you are, mm-hmm. kind of like looking at who you are as a person and then live, living more on a, living more of a, of a, of a tr- from a true nature, mm-hmm. right? A true nature as to how, how do you, to feel good about yourself, mm-hmm. you know, um, and to be able to deal with those those issues that that stop you from thinking, you know, there's also the need for sometimes you know chemical imbalances mm-hmm. in your brain, you know. Um, in fact, I have someone that has dealt with both anxiety and depression in their life. You know, that's there is a difference when you when you begin to address those situations. You know, there is um, a shift and a mm-hmm. change that mm-hmm. does take place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, so you got to be. So that they play their role, you know. So that's what a therapist does. <clears throat> a coach, on the other hand, let's just focus on coaching, right? Because that's one of the things that I do now. A coach, it's in essence, what they do is that they shorten the gap. Shorten the gap between a, uh, um, where you are now in, ter- in relation to where you would like to be. Mm. Uh, so for instance, you know, I'm a, I'm a life coach which, you know, deals with a lot of the stuff that we talk about here in, in a Souls Quest, you know. And and then in that aspect is really about helping people identify what their values are, their systems, their life's purpose, you know, their innate skills that they have in order for them to chart a path for their lives, right? Now, as a life coach, I ha- you know, my, my job is not to tell what that part is, but be able to facilitate the conversation using skills as active listening you know, powerful questions, you know, reiterating. That way the person really creates a path as to where they want to be. So that's one aspect of what I do. One of the, my areas of expertise, uh, luckily, is that of leadership and team development, right? So, so from a very young age, I've already spoke about, you know, my experiences at the bo- as a Boy Scout, being a Boy Scout leader, and doing a lot of different things when it came to leadership and team development, and then incorporating <coughs> a lot of that social and emotional component of mm-hmm. interacting with people right so my my objective now is to be able to to work with people in middle management and in management as to how you know a leader should should be right most of our interactions as individuals um incorporate a, a group you know it's kind of like the dichotomy of our existence right so Understanding leadership, understanding the essence of it, and how do you motivate and get a team to accomplish the goal, utilizing everybody's talents. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the skills that I've developed. So if I'm able to teach somebody, an individual or a group, as to how to make that happen in a way that aligns the individuals in that group in order to accomplish that mission. The collective. The collective, right? So I'm shortening the gap for that group, that individual, for them to not have to spend all the years that I spent learning this stuff 
um, not not having to look at the good and the potential of what he has um, and the potential of what a group and an organization could be when you're working in that dynamic that both the individuals and the collective are really clicking, right? But also to be able to help them navigate the toxicity from people that are not as aware Right, because I've experienced that too. I know what it is to be a toxic. I know how to. I know how it is to work with on people that are not, um, without judgment, but 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 people that just are are are, are process driven. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's so much to leadership. No judgment taken. No, there's there's so much to leadership. Yeah, right. That that, that I mean, you that is what your doctorate is in, mm-hmm. right? So there's so much to leadership that. That um, and I think particularly now in this stage, in in our stage in evolution and in the stage of 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 where we are, it is so important to understand the relationship aspect of working with others. You know, um, because you know I've been in situations in which it is so easy for some people to be dismissive and just fire someone, mm-hmm. right? Which in business they will tell you you to fire right away, right? But if you really think about it, you did you spend the time developing this pe- pe- person? Mm-hmm. You know, training, developing, coaching, supervising, delegating, mm-hmm. right? Which is you know one of the things that I use. Did you spend enough time doing that to be able to move a person from one point to the other? Did you have the patience enough, right? Um, and you see a lot of the traditional bosses, right? kind of like using traditional methods, but those traditional methods haven't been working. And this is why we see the great resignation, the unhappiness that we feel in the in our, in our work environments because there's no correlation. So as a coach, as a, both as a life coach, my, my objective on that aspect is to align the individuals with their value system, their purpose in life, and then help <coughs> them chart away a path, which is what SoulQuest does, mm-hmm. as to how are they going to live fulfilled life. And then from a, a leadership and team building standpoint, it's the idea of aligning the individual and the collective so that both are able to to accomplish you know, both their individuals and their collective um, objectives. Mm-hmm. You know, And mm-hmm. I think that's... Um, that's, so that's what a coach does. Now there are many different types of coaches out there. You know, there's particular business coaches, HR coaches. You know, you want to learn something. Mm-hmm. There is a coach out there that could help you how to do that. Mm-hmm. But the idea, really, at the bottom of it all, is to shorten the gap. You know, think about somebody like me who's been in le- in a leadership role since I was like 12 years old, right? And I'm 45 now. Think about. If, if you could learn a lot of the stuff, take what I, in a lot of the stuff that I learned and condense that into like eight, 12 weeks so that you could go out of there and put it into practice and see if it works for you. Mm-hmm. So that's what the, what coaching is in, in, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm, I recently started working with a life coach and okay. I, um, shout out to Cindy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She's awesome. And, um, I, definitely have had some eye-opening moments with her mm-hmm. you know what I mean and it has been very very um I don't really I mean I I'd like to be able to share more about it but I haven't gone I've been on I've only met with her just two or three times now and so I can't really say because we haven't accomplished the goals and the cool thing about the the coaching process is that I feel like I'm in control Mm-hmm. of the process. Mm-hmm. And so from somebody who is the, the coach E 
on that um, end of the um, spectrum, I feel like the fact that I'm in control, even though she is guiding me Mm -hmm. through that process, um, makes this journey a little bit more compelling Mm -hmm. and this, this, um, the discoveries that are happening for me and the eye opening, um, things that are happening for me. Um, one thing that I've gotten from it that has been really, um, interesting is that, you know, I don't, and this is vulnerability moment is that I don't value myself enough or Mm -hmm. think highly enough of myself. Mm -hmm. And, she has really done a good job and, and has been effective at making me aware of that. Mm. Not that it's been addressed 100%, but I'm aware of it. And that's been an eye-opening experience. And so I think for people who are looking to be coached, um, either by you or anybody for that matter that is a coach, or looking for those services, I think that this is a really powerful process for um personal development and professional Mm -hmm. development personal more than professional because i think when you personally develop you carry that into your professional life right Mm -hmm. so um it's been an interesting process so far um almost to the point where when i know i have an appointment with her i almost feel anxious leading up to that because i feel like you know what's going to happen and i don't know with the people that you're coaching if you've had that where they're they're like hey (laughs) I got so much to share, you know, because there's this growth and this development that's happening. But I found myself doing that the last time. And even though I had this eye opening revelation, um, here I was thinking I'm good. And then she did this boop and I was like, Oh man, she came out of left field with that, you know? Um, but it, it's, there's a level of, um, excitement Mm -hmm. because you know that you're growing and that you're transforming and that's the beauty of this whole process. So yeah. I don't just from a coachy perspective because I'm doing it now. Um, it's that if anybody values those types of things, coaching is where it's at. No. Yeah. So like like like, and somebody said this the other day. I don't remember where it was because I'm taking a lot of different trainings and listening to a lot of different things. Right? Coaching is a modality. It's like a way of being, right? And that way of being is that you. A couple of years ago, we did an episode on the meaning of education, right? Mm-hmm. And there's educare and educare, right? Mm-hmm. Educare is the instruction, mm-hmm. right? Like this is what you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. So when 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 you go to traditional medicine, right? It's a lot of educare. It's like you take this, you take this pill, you mm-hmm. take it for this time, and then we we'll evaluate and see where you are. Like the formal way. Of it's doing a formal things. way yeah. of doing things, yeah. right? Then there's the other part, which is educare, right? Mm-hmm. So the educare, Care. right? Mm-hmm. Which is induced from within, mm-hmm. right? Like bring out what's inside an individual, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So what coaching does and what I'm, from, from what me, from the clients that I worked with, that I'm working with, what I'm seeing really through the methods of coaching, you know, which is really about a lot of asking a lot of powerful questions to really make you think, yeah, right. It does to make you think, to make you really redirect your frame of thought, mm-hmm. right? But it's asking a lot of powerful questions like that to bring out of you, right? Ah, aha moments like you just yeah. had, mm-hmm. right? And, and you know, you s- just just pause for one second when you say 
powerful questions. Yeah. They're powerful questions in your, on your side. But when I'm asked those questions, I'm just like, okay. And then all of a sudden these answers come out that are just like, ah. And this <laughs> is when it gets a little crazy, interesting, not crazy, but interesting to me. Right. Because it's like, it's, it's your soul. There's a part of you, a deep, like part of you. And you could be, you could make it again. It's like when you're talking about, words like the soul and you know things like that i know they're very poetic and very meta metaphorical in nature right but there's an aspect a deep aspect of ourselves that is yearning to number one to be heard and to make sense of existence and make sense of our of our existence right so when you're getting an opportunity to really speak and being asked it's like your soul is like this is what i feel and then being really redirected. And I've seen it I, 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 as, as someone that stands on the other end asking those questions, right? And somebody that's been, you know, I have two great coaches, Ninu, and I work with Cindy as well, in which they, it's it's so good to have them ask you questions about what you think and giving you the encouragement, right? But when you're here on this side, you could see the person blossoming. Mm. You know, you could see the transformation, you could see the excitement in their eyes. Um, you celebrate like the beauty of them becoming uh, more, and and consequently they see themselves growing and and, and moving forward and, and getting better. And that's a part that is beautiful. To, they to see me. the client. Well, I see them. Yeah, okay. And then they see that within themselves. They see. Okay, I got. So they okay, see the change that. within themselves. You they know, like, feel it. They I, feel I would. It. Yeah, I feel like instantaneously mm -hmm. and even after uh, a session it's almost like I'm, i need like you know how when you get home from work you need like 30 minutes to just chill mm -hmm. i need a few minutes to be quiet take it all in mm -hmm. um and it's so much it, it, yeah and it doesn't it, it, and again it's it's like it doesn't feel like it, that you're progressive but it feels like it's a lot of work it's a lot of work to be able to you know say these things and then hold yourself accountable yeah. And then and then setting that target, setting that objective, and and the thing is that as 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 the individual sets that target, sets that objective, works towards that objective, sees that, and they even in that ob objective, that you're gonna go in different directions, right? Mm -hmm. But then you're still in there, and you have somebody that brings you back into that, into there. Hey, listen, like it's like the light post. Hey, stay clear of that. Look at this. Stay in your course. It's like, how do we get back to this? Because this is what you wanted to accomplish. So that modality of thinking is it's like a, it's, it's, it's a cool thing. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Now, there's well, you and I right now are talking about the life aspect of it all, you know. The, but there's also um, skill sets that, that many coaches do. You know, um, I was talking to a friend of mine today about business coaching, right? And, and business coaching is an important thing because if you do want to go into business, you do have to understand the processes, you know, the, the 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 matrixes that it that it needs what do you need in order to get there you know there's processes when it comes to that so there the coaching in essence it's <clears throat> again the the point of it is to get to take it from point a from from, from point b in a shorter amount of time mm -hmm. in depending upon what you're doing are you working on your individual life are you working on your spiritual life are you working on your business life are you working on your relationship life all these different things that are it's it's um, that you could learn from someone that has done it, mm -hmm. right? and that's where I see the primary difference in mm -hmm. in terms of um, coaching and 
um, therapy mm-hmm. because in therapy, and I've seen a therapist before, sure. um, it wasn't like that. It was, okay, tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay. Tell them about myself. And then there, while there are goals, you're, you're trying to overcome whatever that issue that has been identified that you feel like you're struggling with. So I'm identifying the issue. Mm-hmm. I'm saying for conversation's sake, I have anxiety or I feel depressed or I argue with my husband all the time and it's, I don't know how to do it. I'm right. And he's wrong, but we're going to focus on that. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're going to ask questions and they're going to try to solicit a solution. Right. For me. Mm -hmm. And they're going to give me homework and they're going to tell me, go and do this. When your husband does this, do this, you know, whatever. Coaching in my experience so far has been similar to that, but I feel like it's more robust. It's more um, whole. Mm. That's a good question, you know, because I've been to therapy before, right, um, as well. And, um, you know, and I had some hit and misses. Yeah. Right? That's what, yeah. Like this. And I think, and I'm sure that you have the same thing with, with, mm-hmm. with coaching. So, you know, I like I like learning about the different psychologists and all this type of stuff, right? So I always like Carl Jung, Carl Jung's approach, right? Because he did ask a lot of questions, right? Um, and he did believe somewhat that individuals, the answer was within the individual, yeah. you know. And I think that's one thing that you see the blending of things happening, right? Mm-hmm. It's like an evolution, and um, of of people just willing to kind of like conversate and connect. Mm-hmm. Right. And then share through their experiences, share how they overcame a certain a certain thing, you know, and and that has power. You know, this is what the reasons why we do this, because stories have power mm-hmm. and stories are transformative. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you have someone that that has experienced something similar or has overcome something that you are struggling with, you know, and they come from a place of love and care and understanding in, in order to guide you through it. You know, there's something to be said when it comes to that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and sometimes some people may feel that, oh, you know, going to therapy is very technical. And there is some technicality with it because you're dealing with a lot of stuff in the past. So you have to decipher all this stuff, you know. So coaching is just about, you know, finding something and wanting to get better at it and then improving it and shortening mm-hmm. the time. Well, that's what I, I guess yeah, that's what so I mean. It's difference. not as technical, with, yeah, it's, you know, with a coach. It's more organic it's uh, that will be the word yeah organic that that's what it will is. be the word because sometimes i, I mean personally the, and this is us speaking that's us, us speaking personally mm-hmm. right yeah. it's just like i mean they both had their place but i you know in of our course. opinion yeah 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 because i think like you know like for example my last um even when i'm gonna go into an appointment um i don't know what i'm what do i want to talk about and it's a very organic conversation. We just start talking and then all of a sudden it's this and it's like, okay, well, let's talk about, you know, how, what, what would you like to talk about today? That kind of thing. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Let me tell you some things that's happened, you know, and this is the stuff that I was, the challenges that I've faced. And I think that that really helps because you end up identifying these uh, challenges and whatever that, that you didn't know could be talked about mm-hmm. and that you could identify a, a new way to, Look at that, and I I think that's the interesting thing about coaching and you know, the benefits and the benefits of it. Of it. So it's like you know, so I took I've taken the part one and part two of the ICF International Coaching Federation mm-hmm. um, certification, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the modality, one of the code of ethics that we follow, one of the things that we follow is 
you know, the the client is always in control. Mm-hmm. You know. Which is what I said earlier. The, the client is always yeah. in control. Mm-hmm. You know, they get to choose a direction in which they want to take the conversation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always, that's always a focal point uh, of it all, you know, which is like the, the individual is in control. And, and again, it's like when you look at, at, at certain aspects of life, right? It's about the beauty is the individual, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, the beauty is in the individual. The beauty is in that individual being able to follow through that, be able to do to do those things and then have someone there that kind of holds them accountable, mm-hmm. but also that, that helps them through the whole journey and celebrates them as well. Okay, good. I'm glad you said that because I was going to ask you. So what what do you do with people that identify something they 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 go through this they this is what I want to talk about this time like can mm-hmm. you just take us through like a sort of a sample sure so like my the method that I used right is based from the uh, the uh, coach for life institute and the idea is that the, the most important thing is for you to find out what your value system is mm-hmm. right and we talked about values and the importance of them right um, because whatever decision that you make in life and whatever path you follow you know, if your values are not aligned with you, you're going to feel that disconnect, right? And I felt that, and I, and I could tell you that from experience that, um, that I, um, one of the values that I always cherished was uh, freedom, but in my quest for freedom, I wasn't 100% sure what, the, what it looked like. I just wanted to be free and do whatever, but it also meant that if I was passionate about something, I'll give you this example, right? So that you can see how a value is so important to understand, right? So freedom, um, I like freedom in terms of being able to be creative, right? That flexibility to create. Can I work in a group? Absolutely, I have. But I also know that constraints don't work very well for me, right? So... Inside of us, you know, we talked about the adult, the child, and the parents, right? Transactional analysis, like the different personalities that we have within ourselves, right? So I'm much like the child, right? And that's what freedom is to me, the, the ability to create, the ability to see something problem-solving without having to go to the bureaucratic methods to doing things. Mm-hmm. So there lies the conflict that I've always had in organizations because to solve a problem, you know, you have to have umpting meetings, right? You have to... Oh, that well, could have been an email. That could have been an email or it could have been... You can't just <laughs> fix situations. You can't pivot, you know, because in in those institutions, you have your managers and you have your HRs and you have your... That mm-hmm. want that need to keep, keep things process-based. Methodical, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So if I did... It, and again, I didn't realize this until more recently... Right. That me being free in a system that doesn't allow for that and always having to feel conflict within within those those confines has always been has always had an an adverse effect on me when it comes to my work environment. Mm -hmm. Right. I've, you know, having into conflicts with other people, not really being understood that even being accepted because it's like, why are you trying to change this now? Why can't we just keep doing the same thing? We've always done it this way. We'd, you know, so like you hear those things, right? Mm-hmm. But it's because there's a different personalities and different functions of individuals within the organization. And you have to have a leader 
right, that is strong enough to understand the capabilities of each individual, right, and how do I align this in which we could benefit? Because, again, it's like being creative in a business is something that is important. Mm-hmm. Because if not, the business stagnates. Because yeah. the people that maintain the business, they're not. They don't care about growth. They don't care about if, you know all this stuff. They care about making sure that the business operates and it stays operational, right? Mm-hmm. But the growth, the creativity, the essence of it, you know, is kind of taken away. So if now that I know that, I have to be more selective about the things that I do, right? Because professionally, professionally, because does it allow me the creative freedom to be myself within the confines of the mission? Obviously, you know, because you do, you can't just go willy nilly and do whatever you want. But, you know, it it, is within the confines of of the mission of what it is that we're trying to accomplish, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So that's an important thing. And so in my coaching, I, I make sure that I focus on that, on identifying individual values. Because then you know that you go into a situation and say, okay, this aligns with who I am as a person, as an individual. So I'm able to to feel that I'm that I belong. Mm-hmm. Right? So I feel that. Right. But things change and the cycles change, right? So sometimes you're gonna go into a place and then you're no longer gonna align because maybe the maybe the you know, the organization as a whole pivoted in a different direction. So you're no longer aligning. So what are you going to do? Force, try to force an alignment and adjust or find something different. So you got to be aware of these changes, right? Within the within you as an individual, but also within the structure of working as a group mm-hmm. or, or interacting with a group. Mm-hmm. So first is that, you know, once you understand that, right, then, we, you know, it's you, you're pretty, you're pretty good. You know, um, then you start focusing on, on, you know, what is your life's purpose? What is the, the vision that you have for yourself um, and, and working towards that vision? And then also identify what your your skills are, because a lot of us don't think that we have a lot of skills. Right. We think that our skills are the skills that we particularly learn from school, you know, the technical skills from a profession and this and that. But there's, all, all, there's also a lot of other innate skills that we are naturally gifted with. So identifying those three things, right? Mm-hmm. So your core self, you have a good direction as to a good starting point as to where you are. But the next thing is created ambition. Mm-hmm. You know, where do you see yourself? You know, why is it important for you? How does it make you feel when you live from that point of view? You know, so once you understand that, then you can start working towards that mm-hmm. on a regular basis. You know, so it's a uh, it's a modality of <clears throat> thinking, thinking specifically about you, yeah, right, and but also about you, your future self, with and also in the confines and the interactions that you have with the groups that you're associated with, either it be with family, either it be with work, with friends, mm-hmm. relationships, in all different aspects of your life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, how do you get those get the most fulfillment out of all those things? Right, mm-hmm. right, okay. Well, I know that we could talk every episode. We can talk forever, but yeah. <laughs> we do have to come to a close. Absolutely. So today we discussed the importance and benefits of seeking the guidance of coaches and mentors in our lives and how using them will benefit our quest. Mm-hmm. So the following are switched it up a little bit. These aren't necessarily strategies, but just identifying benefits. Okay for using coaches and mentors in your quest? Sure. Uh, So number one, expert guidance. Uh, Coaches and mentors bring a wealth of expertise to the table. 
Their insights, honed through experience, provide you with a clear roadmap to navigate challenges and opportunities, saving you time and energy and on trial and error. Which is what you talked about exactly. with the closing of the gap. Exactly, mm. minimizing that gap. Yeah, okay. Mm. Or minimizing it, yes. Okay. Yep. The second benefit is personalized approach. Guided transformation is like a tailor-made suit for your growth journey. Coaches and mentors customize their strategies to fit your unique needs, ensuring that every step you take is aligned with your goals and aspirations. Exactly. I mean, it's really a focus on the individual. And you just literally just said that, that it's about you. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Three, accountability and motivation. With a coach or mentor by your side, you have someone who holds you accountable. They provide the gentle nudge or the motivating pep talk you need to stay on track, ensuring that you consistently thrive towards your desired outcomes. That's good. Mm -hmm. Number four, expanded perspective. A fresh pair of eyes can often see what you might have missed. Coaches and mentors provide an external perspective, helping you uncover blind spots, challenge assumptions, and consider new viewpoints that can lead to breakthroughs. And number five, a confidence boost. Mm-hmm. Um, as you witness your pro- as you witness your progress under their guidance, your self confidence soars. Coaches and mentors empower you with tools, skills, and strategies, equipping you to face challenges head on and build a strong foundation for lasting personal and professional growth. There you go. And so, of course, realizing these benefits and putting them into your transformation process will enhance the support you receive from coaches and mentors, making your journey towards self-improvement and success even more effective and rewarding. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Comment below with your thoughts and additional ideas, and remember to stay connected by sharing and subscribing. For more information, visit our website at asoulsquest.com.